Welcome to another episode of Ben There Done That, where I, your host, Mariela Lozano, will share the best tips and knowledge that I have gained from my experiences, the good and the bad, throughout my college, personal, and professional life. I challenge you to step out of the comfort zone and learn to be the best version of yourself. Don't worry, I got you. I've been there, and this is how I get to say that I've done that. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Been There, Done That podcast. I am your host, Mariela Lozano, and today I'm going to be recording episode number seven, Passion, Business, and Solving Social Issues with my friend, Amelia Thomas. Today, I have a special guest with me. Amelia, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Amelia Thomas. I am a fellow LiveMoss scholar with Mariela. Um, I am the founder of a social impact clothing company called Resident, where we give back 10% or 20% of every purchase to nonprofits fighting homelessness in Los Angeles. I went to USC for undergraduate studies and I graduated in 2017. And now I am pursuing my master's degree there in integrated design, business and technology. Wow. Yay. That's so much. <laughs> wow. I always like, I thought I was going to go to USC or some other school, but I ended up just going to ASU. <laughs> hey, ASU is awesome. I visited there and, and took a tour. There's so much there to do. And like Scottsdale and is such a cool town. Yeah, I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. So now we're going to hop into the virtual game of hot seat and i'll set a timer right now but let me pull up my questions Ooh. hot seat okay we're gonna start favorite color oh uh light green <laughs> what are three things that you would bring with you on a deserted island oh wow um that is a hard one I love matcha like I can't live without it I really <laughs> love it so I would bring that that sounds so basic it's funny um oh my gosh um uh, water if you need water yeah <laughs> for sure and a good book or or a place where I can listen to podcasts awesome Disneyland or Universal Studios oh Disneyland for sure what is the last book you read I am right now, I am in the middle of how to be an anti-racist. Awesome. What is your biggest fear? Spiders. And, <laughs> and claustrophobia, like being like locked in something. I really don't like that. What's your hidden talent? I'm really good at building Ikea furniture. Like, I really like doing it. I don't know why. I just love it. Okay. Our time is up for the virtual game of hot seat. But okay. that was fun. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a couple of questions uh, more on college oriented. So what, sure. do you, what do you like to do for fun? I really like to cook and, and try new things. Um be outside with friends and during the pandemic I've kind of taken up gardening a little bit so that's been really fun. Oh gardening sounds like fun. Yeah it's really relaxing. <laughs> what have you like planted? I so I've been my my mom has this wall in her backyard where we're actually planting stuff kind of making like a succulent wall 
So I helped her with that. And then right now, this weekend, I'm actually going to plant some sweet potatoes because I really like making sweet potato fries or just eating sweet potatoes. I'm excited. Yes. And I love succulents too. I love both of those. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What was one of the most impactful moments or events in your undergraduate experience at USC? So I have a moment and and an event. So one of the most impactful moment for me in undergrad, I took this amazing class called the rhetoric of Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. where my professor, he, it was a really hands-on approach. We actually took lots of different tours of LA outside of the classroom um, and interviewed different people about Los Angeles and its history. And on one of the last days of class, he left us with this quote by James Baldwin, which has become kind of the North Star quote of Resident, and it's, the world is before you, and you need not take it or leave it as it was when you came in, and that was something that really resonated with me when I heard it, and I've kind of just used that quote to define my career, and then one of the most impactful moments for me was the first time I volunteered on Skid Row was during my undergraduate time at USC, and that totally changed my life. Wow, that's amazing. What's your favorite part of your undergraduate experience? I think just being with friends and and having those lifelong friends, all of my friends from my undergraduate time are such great people and I still keep in contact with them and having your life is so moldable during that time. Like you don't have to worry about as much as you do once you graduate. Um, And it's, it's such a nice time to really just just find your direction and who you are and what you care about. And that was, that was definitely, I, I look back on, even though it was a couple of years ago, I still just really look back on it as, as a really great time. Yeah. And then you said you were doing your master's. Are any of your friends also like pursuing their master's at the same time as you are? A couple are, yeah. None of them are in my direct program, but a couple of people are getting their MBAs or they're pursuing medical school or law school, which is exciting to see everyone pursue their dreams. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Let's see. Tell me about a time you failed at something and had to build resilience or solve the problem. And this can be within your professional career or your college experiences. I think something super vulnerable for me that I actually haven't ever shared publicly is the day that I launched my clothing company online. I did not make one sale and that was something that was I felt like I really failed in that moment but it was a huge learning experience for me on the marketing that needs to go into launching something and gaining momentum for something so I really buckled down and tried to teach myself more about how I can you know you can't expect when you launch something that the whole world is going to come and see it so I I like picked myself up and I realized, okay, I need to get the word out in different ways. So I started doing pop-up shop events and, and using social media more and, and trying to get the word out so that I could actually make some sales. But yeah, that was something that felt like a, a huge failure, but I really learned from it. Yeah, I think that's really important, especially like picking yourself back up like from things like sometimes you think that you won't be able to do it, you know, but keeping that like strong mentality and just like pushing forward is really important especially when starting your own business Mm -hmm. it's hard doing your own thing as you know it it takes a lot of resilience because no one's telling you that you have to do it it's just you Mm -hmm. 
So you have to push yourself really hard. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about merging your passion with business to do good in the world. Great. Um, what are you most passionate about and why? Um, my biggest passion is um, believing in people and helping them reach their greatest potential. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping people experiencing homelessness because we're all born into very different situations. So I believe that everyone deserves a chance and um, deserves the same amount of opportunities that everybody else does. It's just, um, it's, it's hard to see people. One of the biggest things when I'm volunteering is these people have a, a lack of confidence in themselves. And I love being able to be there and be their cheerleader and root for them and help give them resources and watch them just like completely blossom into um, the person that they want to be. Yeah, that's really amazing. And I always like admired you for that. You're a really amazing person. And just the (laughs) way you like help others, like especially like through your business is really cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, What drove you to start Resident and what is its purpose? Well, I was interning in the fashion industry through my entire undergraduate experience. And although I really love fashion, um, because it's, to me, it's definitely an art form. I was having a hard time. The industry felt very materialistic. And so while I was also volunteering down on Skid Row, it was like I was facing one of the biggest humanitarian crisis crises in um our country (laughs) yet i was working and trying to sell clothing and it just felt like those two things really didn't match up so i decided i wanted to take my passion i love making clothes and i love working in fashion but i also wanted to do it with purpose so that's why i decided okay well i'm gonna make clothes i'm gonna make them in la and this is a huge problem that i'm passionate about in la So I need to do something to help change it. So that's where I came up with the concept to give back with every purchase and to partner with more than one nonprofit to really spread out the impact that we can make. Amazing. And then I was going to ask you, I know this one is like the next question, but since like you talked a little bit about it, how does resident work? Oh yeah, that's a, (laughs) that's a great question. Um, So on our website, Each collection is partnered with a different nonprofit that is fighting to end homelessness in Los Angeles. And we pair with them on a specific mission. So for example, our Shiro Tea is partnered with the Downtown Women's Center to help fund case management sessions for women who reside there. So it's very specific. And when customers are checking out, they can see exactly how much of their purchase goes towards that specific nonprofit. And then later um, every quarter, Customers receive a follow-up email about uh, the impact that their donation had and um, how they can do more. I offer for people to come volunteer with me. Um, And it's basically just the main focus of the company is how much impact we can make together in a very transparent way. I love that. Thank you. Um, How did you go about merging your passion with business to help contribute to the great issue of homelessness? That, that was something that was at the forefront for me. I have decided since my undergraduate experience that I wanted to only do business ventures that had social impact at the forefront instead of it being kind of like an afterthought. It was the, the business is centered around the impact that we're making. 
So I, I personally volunteer, as I told you. So I think that actually being out there and having relationships with people um, instead of just, um, you know, donating back to a cause where you don't really know the people at the nonprofit. I, I volunteer directly with them. And so I know the challenges that they're experiencing and where the money can be good. So I was very transparent with them when I'm creating this company that how much money would be donated back to them, what exactly the money would be going towards. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, it all kind of came together. It was, it's a lot of, of networking and, and really being authentic to why, to what you care about. And it all comes together. How would you recommend like people go about actually like pursuing their passion, like with their business, like you did? I think learning as much as you can about a problem before you try to solve it is one of the most important things because you might think a lot of people ask me all the time, like, Oh, your company uh, just gives clothes to homeless people. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what it's about. We give money to specific um, causes for people experiencing homelessness. So, you know, some people might assume, oh, well, they need clothes. Well, that's not actually one of the biggest needs that they have. They need resources. So I wanted to fund something that helps get them out of homelessness. Um, so I think the first thing is definitely like, do your research, volunteer, and learn as much about a problem before you try to solve it and build a business around it. And second of all, start local. Just, just start volunteering locally. Um, you can start really small, but that makes a huge impact. You don't have to solve the biggest issue in the world, but if you start small, it will grow and grow and grow. Exactly. That's also like a big thing. I feel like a lot of people think that they have to like solve it immediately, but like just like being a part of helping solve that is like really impactful and really important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. I, I agree. Okay, next question. What have been the most rewarding and also challenging experiences you have encountered with your business? Uh, definitely the most rewarding thing so far is when I get to write the donation checks to our nonprofit partners every quarter. That's something that I have never been able to do with my own personal money. So seeing that, hey, I built something where I am able to donate this amount of money to someone, that was that just feels really amazing. And to see it go towards funding something that I really care about, it's, it's indescribable. Um, and definitely the most challenging thing has been marketing the business and in the world of where, you know, Instagram is flooded with, with so many other amazing businesses, it's really hard to stand out against everybody else. So marketing it and, and getting the word out there to people who don't know me personally has been the biggest challenge. Um, so I'm really working on that. And I was supposed to be doing a bunch of pop-up shops in the spring before the pandemic hit, but of course it's not safe to do that right now. So I'm, you know, looking forward to continuing to grow it once it's safe to do so. Yeah, I think pop-up shops would actually be a really cool idea for marketing, especially mm -hmm. since people like can actually go in and see like all your amazing like clothing lines and all that good stuff. Yeah, I think people, consumers like to touch and feel clothes. It's really hard for them to 100% make that purchasing decision online um, every time, especially if they're not familiar with the brand. So uh, it's good to, to meet people in person and show them. 
Yeah. Um, if you had one piece of advice to someone just starting out with creating a business who's interested and in centering it on helping solve a social issue, um, what would it be? I think starting small. Uh, you can actually build a lot around a business without spending any money at all at first. You can you can prove your idea works by just getting creative. You know, draw draw out your logo, come up with a name, come up with a concept pitch it to your, your friends and family and take their feedback and, and absorb it and, and make pivots to your idea. Um, I think there's just so many tools online that you can use to help you build something that you can have little to no investment in. And then in terms of solving the social issue, again, I would just reiterate that you really learn as much about that issue as you can. Um, go out, meet people, volunteer, learn about people's real experiences with it and then try to come up that will help it's really easy to come up with solutions if you know what the problem you're solving for so i think the more you learn about it the easier you're going to come up with a really innovative cool solution and then since you were talking a little bit about being able to find like the tools online to like do the research where can these like individuals find resources that's a great question. I just go to Google and I'll, I'll, I'll research something. There's so many cool, like free uh, design softwares. The One of my favorite design softwares that has a very low, I believe you can have a free version, but it's called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And it's a design software where you can make anything. You can make a logo, you can make Instagram assets, you can make a, a postcard that they'll even print it for you and send it to your house. It's one of my favorite, favorite design softwares. And you also can make a, a presentation about your idea. So you can use that one website and tool to create so many things for your business idea that will, it'll, that $12 investment will pay you back a lot. I promise. Yeah. I love Canva. I actually use Canva a lot because like I'm a marketing yeah. major too, but yeah, honestly, you can go a long way with just using even just the free version, but they have a lot of cool stuff if you do like upgrade to like the premium version. Yeah, there's so many tools. I use it every single day <laughs> because I'm always making something different. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to, to freelance too. If you want to, if your friend says, hey, I need help with something, you can teach yourself how to make that thing for someone and, you know, become an asset that way. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, how can one contribute to solving social issues on an individual level? I know you talked about it a little bit, but can you like expand on that? Sure. Um, I would first research on the internet about your specific area that you live in. So say you live in Los Angeles and just kind of Google around social issues facing Los Angeles or Google specific ones like sustainability in Los Angeles or homelessness in Los Angeles. And, and read some articles and some different perspectives. And then oftentimes in those articles, they'll link out different companies or nonprofits that are helping. And then I would take yourself to those nonprofit websites and read about their mission and what they're doing. And usually they have a sign up to volunteer form or attend a volunteer orientation form that you can fill out. And um, even during COVID, there's some virtual volunteering opportunities that a lot of nonprofits are offering. So you can, can go to those websites, do your research, also check out their social media. Um, you can search different hashtags uh, that you want to, like homelessness in LA, sustainability, and you can learn so much. And then that will equip you, because if you're trying to search for something that you're passionate about, you'll feel it. When you're reading about something, you'll realize, oh wow, that 
that problem really makes me sad or it makes me angry and I want to be part of the difference here. Um, so yeah, the internet is, is definitely the best tool to go and find those things. But of course, always make sure that it's a, a verified nonprofit and that you're, you're volunteering safely, but with your parent or, you know, a friend or something to make sure that it's safe. <laughs> want to reiterate that. Yeah, thank you so much for that. That was really helpful. And I feel like a lot of people, like, yeah, it's like an easy thing to like just Google something, but hearing like how others have done it is more reassuring. Yeah, or even just Facebook too. I think you could search local events on Facebook, like say there's there's a protest you want to attend um, or some sort of volunteer day that you want to attend. You can search Facebook events too. That's a, That's a great thing. I forgot to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last question for this section, and then we'll move on to our Instagram questions, um, is what are you most excited for this year? And this can be personal or it can be about your company resident. I think this year is, is a huge year of growth. I, a lot of people say, oh, 2020 is the worst. So much is happening. But I think it's a year full of kind of an awakening where people are realizing that you know, we need to lead with love and compassion and we need to come together and, and solve these problems that are happening within our society. And so I've, I've actually loved to see a lot of people starting to care about these things and really realizing thing, these things in the education that is spreading around. So I'm hoping that not only resident, but a lot of companies with social impact missions can really come to the forefront during this time so that people can start to shop for goods and support businesses who are trying to make a difference. I think, I think it's a big year for that. So I'm hoping for a lot of personal growth and a lot of growth as a business as well. Yes, that is amazing. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And I know you will get really far, Amelia, because you're doing amazing things. <laughs> That's so sweet. I know you will too. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Okay, now hopping into the Instagram questions, we have a couple of them. The first one oh, is wow. I yeah. famous. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is like what benefits do you receive from having resident as your company? I think I mean I don't receive any monetary benefit. Are they mainly speaking about just like personally, I'm assuming? They I think yeah, they just put okay. benefits. Oh, okay. Benefits of like I don't get a kickback or anything, but I think the benefits that I receive is just seeing the difference that I can make in someone's life by choosing to do business this way. I think a lot of people, when you talk about value of a company, a lot of people think the word value means money. And so for me, value means impact or the largest amount of impact I can make is the legacy that I want to leave, not, oh, I made so much money in doing this company. So for me, it's more so just, just trying to do something different than the status quo in my industry and always leading with impact and that that is the most important thing. So I really just, I personally benefit from that because it, it's what I believe in. Okay, awesome. And next question is, how can a company maintain their reputation knowing the risks of fighting for social issues? I think you just have to be authentic. Companies get called out for purpose washing or greenwashing because they use it for the wrong reasons. They're, it's, 
it's really upsetting to see, but some people use mission statements as a thing to boost sales or to get ahead in an industry, but it needs to be authentic. Um, I think if you're coming from the right place and you're being authentic about why you care about something and how you're, you're helping people or helping the planet, you won't have to deal with any blowback because you're coming from a true and authentic place. Yeah, exactly. And then the last question is, um, how do you deal with your competitors and how are you different from them? Um, I don't really have many competitors yet. Um, I think for me, we're, we're different because I am intentional about everything that we do from the fact that all of our clothes are made sustainably, they're made locally, um, and every single piece is partnered with a different nonprofit. I think for me, I try to not really look at what other fashion brands are doing, and I really try to focus on how I can, I, I'm not taking shortcuts. There's a lot of shortcuts I could have taken to make this clothing or to create a business, but I just try to really focus on the larger plan for resident and the impact that I want to create. So yeah, I, I mean, the competition is fierce on Instagram. There's so many clothing companies out there. And so trying to compete with them on Instagram is very difficult. But what I like to do is just really be my authentic self. Like you'll notice when you go on our Instagram or read any of the captions, I really just speak from the heart and I speak saying I instead of we, because it's just, it's my perspective. And I like to be really transparent with people about, hey, this is me writing these captions and this is what I care about. So I'm hoping that me coming from that authentic place helps me stand out from the rest, but we'll see. I don't know yet. <laughs> yes, you definitely do stand out and your company stands out as well. So yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today, Amelia. I really appreciate it. And I loved hearing more about your story and about Resident. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. This is my first podcast. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'll let you go because I don't want to take up any more of your time, but I hope you do well in the rest of your career and I hope to stay in touch. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much.